0: Welcome to our My Story podcast. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. This is part three of a four-part series with J.R. and Angie Lopez. I misspoke and said this would be the conclusion uh, after we finished part two, but it is not the conclusion. The story will continue. So at the end of part two, J.R. and Angie's divorce had been finalized. Um, Jr. has had an amazing encounter with God, um, but the, the marriage is over. Um, but God is just beginning to work, and so let us continue our amazing story with Jr. and Angie Lopez. All right, so now we're uh, at the at the point that both of, that the divorce is final, and both of you are going your your separate ways. Really, you know, obviously we can't hide the ending because y'all are sitting here together, uh, <laughs> right? So we know something's going to happen, but at this point, there's no. Desire, you know, you've decided. Okay, I'm going to have to pursue my life in God, um, and and there's not a desire to reconcile at this point. Um, and and Angie, you're getting very involved in the church that you've already been involved with, but it's kind of going to another level. And th- this is the church. It's the same church that you uh, had initially come in contact with whenever you were finding daycare and. And, and that is that correct
1: yes it's it's actually <clears throat> it's a huge fellowship um and um it was just so i was in it at, in um the first time i was in it it was at a different location different name and then when my sister invited me to this other one you know she told me it's actually the sister church of the other one that we left, but I think we were just misunderstanding things, you know, mm-hmm. so it was a different location, and a different name, yeah. but they were all, you know, with one leader over them, the same leader, same leadership. Yeah. You know? So,
0: so you had invited your sister many years ago yeah. to this church uh-huh. and now she kind of got involved with it and now she's invited you back. Um, and that's, and that, that's what you, that's the church you're getting involved in. That's the church that, um, well, you know, ask you to confess in front and then the pastor comes and, you know, the pastor comes and says, no, you don't really need to go sit with your family. I mean, some, you know, sketchy stuff, right. you know, going on. Um, and so now y'all are both going your own way. But but, Angie, talk about your experience now. You've just gotten your house, yes. uh, which I'm sure you're very excited about.
1: Right. It was such a blessing because like I said, you know, financially before it was always a struggle since I was young, you know, and I, I learned those ways growing up and, you know, I just stayed like that you know never stewarding my money you know and um until really until I got with my husband you know before you know we divorced and stuff he showed me how to do my finances and you know to do these things and um uh, pay bills (laughs) right and then when I started going to this church too it was huge on uh tithe you know um very very strong in that area and If, um, if you didn't, you know, there was, um, I was told that, you know, I would end in poverty, um, that, you know, it, it, it can or or may or may not keep you in or out of heaven. Um, you know, just lots of confusion, you know, and uncertainty with your salvation when it came to that. And, um, so I would tie the, you know faithfully in and give you know mm-hmm. and offerings you know as much as i was in service there it was so much coming out you know and um when i got the house i was blessed and i i felt it was a blessing but um um I didn't realize all the, you know, things that come when you start uh, paying mortgage and you need a water softener now or your hair's going to fall out because the water's so bad. um, You know, I didn't realize I was going to need daycare for for Jonathan, my middle son. You know, um, just all kind of things just kept popping up and, you know, we needed all kind of stuff for the house and um, the bills started going up. They were different from apartment bills, you know. And I was like, "Wow, um i I don't feel like I can uh do all of this tithing and offerings and giving and pledges and it's just so much
0: so so yeah, so it it was more than just a ten percent. I mean, there was a oh, yeah. lot that was yeah, was going, yeah.
1: Definitely, because the thing is, is that lots of the money it goes towards planting new churches, you know, worldwide. It's a worldwide fellowship, and it's like over 3,000 of them, you know, and they they all have the same roles, same standards, you know. Obviously, you know, the things is going to be a little different, you know, according to your pastor, you know, some mm-hmm. are more harsh than others and more graceful, but ultimately, there's one leader. And he's calling the shots here, you know, and, um, um, it's for his vision, you know? Um, so the money, it goes to that, you know, and a bunch of churches are supported, you know, in that, in that way. And, um, you know, um, I just didn't, I just started not having any money. We started going without, and I was like, I can't, you know, do this. and fully devoted to this place every in every way, all of my time. You know, I'm single. I'm not dating anymore. Uh, like dating around now that me and Jared are divorced. I'm actually finally alone. Mm-hmm. And which was awesome. It was an awesome thing to get to know myself and who I was and even spend time with my children and just be, you know, devote all of me to them. Mm-hmm. So that that was a blessing, you know, and 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 it was beautiful. Um, but you know, because of what was heavily preached and there was even months of Bible study that it was just very much on money and I started feeling really condemned. I'm like, Ooh, I, I need help. And, and I don't know who I can go to about this because if I don't tithe, I'm going to get kicked out of, um, platform ministry, you know, singing, cause you can't really be up there unless you're tithing um or, or anything like that you know so um I started f- um feeling a little trapped and that my salvation was kind of just constantly on the line constantly you know I'm like ooh, if something happens you know and I didn't tithe this month you know and I only got paid one time a month too and it was so hard I, I was like god I feel like I might you know not not get to spend eternity with you and that was so scary for me. And I couldn't, I just didn't feel like I could ask anybody about that. Cause right. I felt like there was an atmosphere created. Like if you're not fully with us, uh, what's wrong with you type yeah. of, uh, atmosphere. And, um, I was too scared to ask and it was just so heavily, constantly preached about it that I was like, I can't even go there, you know? So, um, I started feeling like the house was a curse set by Satan. I was so deceived, you know. And um I started feeling that that because I started hearing too that Satan blesses his uh blesses you too when he wants to do something mm-hmm. in your life to, you know, take you out of the will of God. Yeah, yeah. You know, that he blesses people too it's for his purposes. And I, you know, believed that and so I started thinking, well this must be one of those things. But then I would, you know, try and dig in the word. And I'm like, but it says here, you know, that we to give out of the, you know, decide in our own hearts, what to give and yes, to support your, 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 your churches, you know, and give freely, not because you're being condemned or you're, they're twisting your arm and things like that, you know, and, and they would even preach that too. But it was also, uh, we don't know if you're going to go to hell. But at the end of yeah. this, you're gonna have to answer to God. So uh-huh. give to the man of God, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> Be on the safe side. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is not sitting well with me. <laughs> and uh, I was like scared and I just started asking God, like, I feel uh like I'm doing so much uh to change, you know, and that I have changed, you know, and um you know, but something's missing, you know, I feel like, uh, uh, I'm still not right with you because of this specific area, you know, and there would be some times where I'd be on platform, you know, during song service practice. And, you know, if we kind of were off that day, you know, they'd be like, somebody's not tithing. Y'all better be tithing, you know, cause something's funky here.
0: You know? <laughs> so, so the the tithing was uh, affected your your singing in tune uh, apparently yeah um,
1: and now I would sit there like oh, it's me like it's all my fault mm. you know and I just started feeling so much shame and guilt and man I was just weighing mm. oh my God I I need you like I can't even go to anyone about this it just usually the thing was go to pastor. Yeah. you know, go up there, you know, but I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I was so scared. Um, I didn't want to get kicked out of the church. You know, I, I didn't know what the consequences of that would be, mm-hmm. you know, things were never clear. There was so many unspoken rules and protocols, you know, that I was just too afraid to even ask. And, um, I just asked I'm like, please, this is what I'm reading in the new Testament. I read the book of Malachi and I'm being told I'm robbing you, you know, and I'm confused. Mm -hmm. Please make it very clear to me because I, I would go off of the new Testament, you know? And, uh, I just, uh, I was like, I need you to make it really clear because I am not, I, something's wrong, you know? And, and surely I'm not being lied to by my pastor. Mm You know, that's out of the question. Like, I just need you to make something clear to me. Yeah. You know, and um, surely not all of us are, like, not clear on this, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, it's something in me. You know, I made a bad decision with the home. I'm probably cursed or something. I made a bad decision. And, um, you know, (laughs) I didn't get a clear answer from like the Holy Spirit in prayer, I just read what his word said. But for me it wasn't enough. Cause mm-hmm. I needed I felt like I needed to hear it from a man, like a person. But, you know, like I said, there was so much Bible study and testimonies on what God did for me when I gave everything in my bank or what mm-hmm. God did for us when we only ate peanut butter and jelly. Uh, sandwiches and when our lights got cut off we paid and we tithed anyway and how god blessed us and it was i felt more condemned Mm -hmm. and more condemned you know and uh um it just things got harder because you know my my sister moved in with her children and i was supporting them too and it just got money got tighter and tighter and, um, I didn't have any help. The only little help that I did get was from my ex-husband at the time, you know, he was, you know, the, the dad for my three kids, dads, he mm-hmm. was the one who was, you know, taking care of business and, and helping me with Adriel's stuff and child support and all that. Um, and, um, I'm just like, I, I, I need truth. I just want the truth, you know? Please help me. The money thing was just such a huge thing for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and it it sounds yeah. like it was a huge thing for you because that's what you were being that that was a pretty big thing within the church, right? Like yes. like it was a, a constant theme.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, every before every sermon they're going to they're going to preach for about mm, anywhere from like 5 to 20 25 minutes on on that, on the importance yes. of them, yeah, right, and um, you know, and there was scriptures, you Sh- know, sure. given, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, there was scriptures, which scriptures truth, you know, and all that. So there was just enough for me to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, yes, that's in the Bible, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, um, but you know, over time, um. What I prayed for was truth, ultimately. And um, during this year, I think it was 2017, after that prayer, I um, began to think about JR. I started having thoughts about him, like random, just a smile or just very random thoughts. And I'd be like, oh, God, Satan, get behind me. (laughs) Uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. You know, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna marry a man of God. You know, like I'm not gonna go back to that. And you know, at this place, you know, I would get asked by the evangelists and stuff, like if if you got married again and, and your husband uh, was a pastor, if you became a pastor's wife, which was heavily encouraged there, would you? If you got sent out, would you go? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, uh I felt so much pressure and you know, obviously yeah. I have children and legal documents that bind us to the <laughs> to yeah. the state. And I kinda of freaked out and I was like, sure, yeah. yeah, you know, and oh gosh, it was just so, so much pressure. So do
0: you feel like they were trying to set you up with someone? I mean it
1: Yeah, yeah, there was a there was a couple people that there that, 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 you know, had to be in mind, you know. Um but uh it was never in my heart to like mm-hmm. leave with one of these guys <laughs> <throughout> the country <laughs> under these under this type of authority. Yeah. You know, never. That's it was just um and it's not something I shared with people. Either. It was never on my heart to like do that. Mm-hmm. I just kinda kept that to myself, you know. Um but that's basically, you know, that's the goal. Yeah. Everybody needs to become a pastor, you know. Maybe not everybody, but there's a, uh, it's heavily, heavily uh, preached and emphasized. Like, are you called to preach? Mm. You know, which sounds like a noble thing. A pretty, it's a good thing, you know, but like everyone, yeah. cause you know, there's standards there too in the Bible and the you know, everyone felt called to reach apparently there. So, um, but the thing is, is that I, I had, I would struggle there in my singleness, um, even though yes, at the time it, it was beautiful, like I said, and I did eventually, you know, I, I started making Jesus my, my husband, you know, and he took very good care of me. And, and even when I was, you know, talking my husband down, you know, cause I would talk him down to justify the divorce, even though I had grounds, something wasn't right. I didn't feel complete peace. And I would try and justify it to my friends. And we would all laugh at him and I would talk my in-laws down. We would just laugh and just make a mockery out of them. And, um, you know, uh, it just wasn't right, you know, and, um, (sighs) I eventually, when I would do that, at our fellowships and stuff, I, I I would start to feel a little um, sting in my heart. Like, ah, why'd you do that? Well, what's wrong with you? What? Why are you just all of us just? Why are you getting everyone laughing about this man? You know, he's gone. He doesn't bother mm-hmm. you anymore. And maybe that's why you know I started to like all of a sudden think about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> yeah. You know. Um.
0: Well, and and he does have a beautiful smile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know, um, I started thinking about him, and I was like, absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to have to – I I can't even do that because the standard there is that you can't marry outside of their church and churches. If you do marry outside – from the church um you're gonna have to get married somewhere else i mean they can come to church with you and you can't leave you can't leave to go to another church with Mm -hmm. them is a um i don't know if they call it a standard or a biblical command but the way i was told is it's a command i just was never provided scripture and um so i felt a a little like uh Eventually I'm like, man, when I, I don't want to be single forever, but, um, uh, I got to pick for some, from some brothers here, (laughs) 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 slim Pickens, everyone's married or young, very young, you know? And I was like, wow, I'm very, very restricted on how I can move here. You know, and, uh, I started noticing things like that. I didn't, that I didn't really notice before because I was, I was married, yeah. you know, it wasn't an issue, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, it, so if you do get married, like I said, outside of the church, they obviously, if they're going to come to the church or if they're going to go to church and you want to go to church with your spouse, they need to come to your church. mm mm-hmm. Um, if you marry in the church, um, in one of the sister churches, wherever that brother's at, it can be in India. You're going to India. You got it. Yeah. You're you going to have to follow him, you know? And okay. I can kind of see, you know, like the wife follows the husband yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, but that is kind of scary too. Yes. Like, you know, if you fall in love with someone, you know, in their churches, you got to go over there. Um, and, um, so there was just lots of that, uh, those thoughts. Um, but, you know, I try not to, like, get too down about it. I'm like, God will bring bring somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I'm enjoying my time with my kids anyway. But uh, the thoughts of JR started coming more. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. What it is, the way I would reason, is that I have never been single before. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I'm just maybe being, I'm starting to be desperate, you know, and I'm just getting like, I'm remembering JR and, you know, that's all. I just need to pray this away, (laughs) 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 you know, and, um, yeah. So uh, I would pray about it and rebuke and cast out whatever de- demon I had or whatever. <laughs> you know? I was just like, no way. Not at all. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to um, you know, entertain that. And uh, um, it just continued. It just continued and continued. And to where I'd be at my desk. And I would find myself smiling with tears rolling down my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what am I, why? Why am I even thinking this? There was not even a, a, a good time. We didn't have very many good times. Like, I don't even know what, what's going on here, you know? So I just felt so pressed. And and I remember um, driving home from work that day and I was like, okay, God, I don't know what is going on. I don't, I don't understand. I've been asking you to, to take this for me, you know? If it's not of you... Surely, this is not of you. This guy hurt me, hurt my family, my church family, everyone. This is what? What what do you want? What do I do? You know, and uh, I just felt the Holy Spirit's presence when I was driving. Miracles happen when I drive. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) But um, I just felt the Holy Spirit. He says, I love him. And I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. This is what it's about. I was like, oh, gosh, that was enough to get my attention. Yeah. You know, he said I love him. I'm like, okay. So I'm listening, but I felt argumentative. You know, I wanted to reason Mm -hmm. with with God, and, and I was like, you know, he hurt me, God. He hurt me so bad. and He was like, uh, you need to forgive him. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I forgave the guy. Mm-hmm. I forgive him. Yeah. And he's like, you need to forgive need to... him like I forgave you. Mm-hmm. I forgave you and put your sins as far as the east is from the west. He brought that scripture to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't forgiven him. I'm always making fun of him. Every time I see him, I'm like, ugh, you know. I don't have a relationship with him. I don't know him. We were divorced for almost three years. There was no texts, nothing. We exchanged the baby here and there, but a lot of times I would even let him keep him a few days or drop him off with a sitter so that I wouldn't even have to look at him. I'm like, that's not really forgiveness, you know. And uh, he was like, you need to forgive him like I forgave you. And I was like, oh, God. Oh my goodness. And then I was like, okay, I forgive him. And then he was just putting it in my heart. He said, and if you are who you say you are and you follow me, you're going to return back to Jr. your husband. And I was like, oh my goodness. That's what this has been. That's what this has been about. You know, I'm just here getting harassed by all these thoughts. <laughs> and it's, it was Lord, you know, and I remembered my prayer. You know, I was looking for truth, truth, clarity. What's going on in my life? What's I'm confused about money. I'm, I'm just I'm confused about everything. But I thank God I look back like he wanted to give me the full truth about everything in my life, not just about money. That was the least of it, you know, full truth of my life for me and my family. And man, I, I drove home, I got home and I was just like freaking out because I knew God I had I had never heard him so clear, you know, um, and, you know, I get home and I rent to my prayer closet. And I just fall on my face and I repent from divorcing him, from every everything I ever told him, tearing him down with scripture, beating him with the scripture, you know, um, talking him down, talking my in-laws down, everything from the divorce, everything I was like, God, please take it back. I wish I couldn't do it. What have I done? And um, I forgave him and I forgave my in-laws and... Um, I felt so free and, um, I got up, you know, a while later and I just sat there and, uh, I was so happy <laughs> and just completely in love with Jr. And I was like, I love him. Lord. I'm in love with my husband and, um, I don't even know him anymore. I'm like, I don't know him I, don't, I haven't texted him about anything like so long God never told me go back to him because he's saved go back to him because he goes to church go back to him because I promise everything's going to be okay he never said go back to him because he's going to receive you I didn't have any guarantees mm-hmm. all I got was like a command forgive and because you forgive go back be reconciled and that was it so I wasn't sure about is he saved um does he have a is he married I don't know anything and um I was like what do I do now with all these restrictions Mm. how do I move forward and I definitely can't tell anybody you know like I usually go and run and tell um sisters at church and like leadership and all that i'm like oh i I can't something's telling i i can't share this this is Mm -hmm. very very extremely intimate kind of like i heard something the other day you know when a baby's first made it's you got to be very careful because when it's in its first stages it's easily can you know be ruined or lost and it made me think about this, mm-hmm. you know? It, like, we're in the first trimester of reconciliation, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: And he doesn't even know <laughs> that this is happening. I
1: know. <laughs> and I'm all here. I love you. <laughs> uh, yes, he doesn't even know anything. And um, I'm like, well, gosh, what do I do? How do I? How, are you going to send him? Like, he's going to come and, like, you know, trying like you're gonna cause him to come look for me or something because mm. I'm not, I'm not gonna go to him. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgave him. I did my part. Yeah. That's what. That's yeah. how I was rationalizing these things. And um, you know, I'm like, so what now? Then what now? You know, with all the restrictions, I'm not allowed to date or marry outside, um, and I have to get permission to even do that. I'm like, how do I move forward? You know. Um, and I didn't hear anything for a while. And I was like, gosh, well, I want I, to. He hasn't called or anything. I'm <laughs> waiting for the reconciliation to happen, forgetting that God said, you will return to him. Mm. I just wasn't. God started making things a lot clearer, obviously, later on down the, the line. Um, but um, what I finally did hear from him a few weeks later was um, go and apologize to him. And I was like, oh, but I'm, I didn't, uh, I'm not the one who like, uh, stepped out of the marriage and stuff. You know, I'm here arguing again with the Lord and he's like, no, but this is a new thing. This is a new thing. You know, this is going to be a new relationship. I'm going to make him, I'm going to make this new and it's going to be on a foundation of true love, true forgiveness, no pride complete humility and I still wasn't completely understanding the depth of that mm-hmm. but I was like gosh okay I'll do it so I hit Jarrah up and I'm like hey um do you think you can meet me near my house um to drop off Adrian?" which he didn't know where we lived because I wasn't hiding I didn't even let him know where we were living and he was like sure you know and uh, so he meets me there and and, uh, he's getting out of the baby out of the car and, and I'm shaking. I'm like, Oh, here it goes. <laughs> I don't know what's going to it. He's going to reject me or, you know, and, uh, cause there was so much fear with this oh. obedience that I was just stepping into him scared, you know? And, uh, I was used to just obeying what I was told, mm-hmm. not what God was leading me in, in, into doing. And, um, So he he puts uh, Adriel in the car and I'm like, Hey, um, I know we haven't talked in a long time, but I just wanted to tell you that I'm sorry for everything. And I'm sorry for divorcing you for everything, everything. And if you could please forgive me. Mm -hmm. And I just saw like a little teardrop rolling down Mm -hmm. his face and (laughs) he was like, no, no, don't, don't apologize. It's my fault. I'm sorry. I hurt you and the kids. I'm sorry. Forgive me, please. You know, I just, I didn't realize that I was a, I was a husband and a father. and have a wife and children. I'm so sorry. You know, and, you know, forgive me. And I was like, I forgive you too. And, you know, I wanted to hug him so bad, you know, and just make it complete and hug him, but it wasn't allowed. We weren't allowed to hug men at our church, so I just wanted to you know, be faithful to that. And I was like, dang, all right. Okay. And he was like, okay.
0: Yeah. So before we, before we move here, I <laughs> want to get your side, but, you know, so for, you know, whenever you're tra- talking about God and how God moves in our lives, it, it it's hard to nail down. Right. And, and, and it's can, and especially to people who may be listening to this, who, you know, don't have a strong faith in God, they're probably at this point saying, well, angie you're just making all this stuff up and and uh you know you're just saying that it's that it's god um you know okay whatever but there's more to this story that was going on so jr during this time you you have no idea so this has been y'all been divorced now Close to three years?
1: About two years. Mm -hmm. years.
0: Okay, so close to two years. Y'all have both been going your own way. Um, You have no idea that she even thinks positively of you at at all. In fact, you probably assume that she still hates you. Exactly. But what's going on in your life during this same same time? Uh, During the whole time, you know, I just kept going to church. I just uh,
2: focused on... On on me, you know, with the Lord, uh, one scripture that he put on my heart was uh, Matthew 633. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added you. to you. And I was like, OK, seek first the kingdom of God. OK, that's Holy Spirit and his righteousness was the righteous one, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, that's all I got to do. I just keep focusing on Jesus, keep my eyes on him. So, you know, he's just growing me you know, and, and, and helping me and everything. And, you know, I'm just loving it, praising it. I got involved at the church, you know, with, uh, doing sound lighting, all kinds of little things and helping out whenever I could. Um, and, and just, uh, just growing there. And, and then, you know, maybe about a say about a year and a half later or so being there, um, we had an evangelist come to the, uh, come preach at the church, and, you know, he was preaching there and, and and afterwards he was like, okay, if anybody wants to come up for prayer or anything, uh, come on up, you know, and I'm up in the uh, sound booth and uh, I got another guy with me helping me out. And he's like, is it okay if I go? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm up there. I'm like, ah, I'm probably not going to go down there. You know what? what he's going to tell me, you know, whatever. Uh, so, you know, the guy comes back up. He's like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm good. He's like, no, you should go. Go. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go. So, you know, I go on downstairs, go up to the front, and, you know, he places his hands on my head. And then he's like, all right, God's telling me that he's going to start turning your wife's heart, soften it towards you to where she's going to love you, you know, your, your, your son's mom. And I'm like, whoa, like, I'm freaking out for a little bit. I'm like, wait a minute change your heart and I'm like, no, that that can't be. And you know, he's praying over me and, you know, blessing me and everything. And, you know, I remember just going up and like, interesting. I just never would have thought that. I'm like, well, okay. I didn't really, you know, think of it too much. I kinda of just put it behind me like, yeah, no, I don't know about all that. And so, you know, I continued, um just you know, still just getting in the word, pressing in and everything. Uh, and then that's when, you know, uh, that one day, uh, you know, bring Adriel. And then she's mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to tell you something. And, you know,
0: she apologizes, And I'm like, no, no, forgive me. Yeah. And this and that. So did did you immediately, mm-hmm. when she said that, did you think back to that moment when the, the pastor? Had- Not quite yet. Yeah. Not quite yet. Because it was just like, okay,
2: well, she feels sorry, maybe something happened, and I'm like, okay, well, this is good.
0: Yeah, I said, well,
2: maybe we can be friends, or or, you know, just be more uh, uh, civil (laughs) with with one another, you (laughs) know, like, okay, this is cool, you know, Mm -hmm. because now I'm picking up Adriel closer to her home. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't yet been to her house yet. Um, And, you know, I was like, okay, this is cool. So it gave me some peace. I was like, all right, you know, maybe she sees a change in me, and, you know, who knows, maybe she'll, you know, want to learn more about Jesus or something, you know, cause I knew she was going to the church and stuff, yeah. you know? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I just didn't really think of it too much. And then, you know, she reached out to me, you know, maybe about a week or two weeks later, uh, where, uh, family members, uh, passed away. There was an accident or something. And, uh, she called me and then we talked and she wanted to hear, like my story, how I got saved and stuff. And I just told her, I shared with it. I was like, yeah, this is what happened. You know, God touched my heart and, you know, I'm saved and, you know, his love, it's all about his love, you know, and his mercy and everything. And just, you know, th- things that I just never had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was just like, wow, wow, that's, 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 that's good. That's awesome. And, you know, um, so, um, that's when, uh, she invites me, maybe about a week later, she invites me to the church. And at the time, I'm like, hmm, I get the text message like, you know, would you like to come to church service? I got permission and this and that uh, from the pastor. And I was like, well, then I thought about it. I kind of prayed on it. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I guess I, I can go, you know, if we're saying it's okay. I just want to go because... I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go see where my son's been going, see how they've been treating him, see if maybe things have changed, you know, cause she's yeah. a little different now. So towards me. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, so sure enough, I go and, you know, and then, you know, pretty much hearing the same thing and, and stuff, you know, that one day. And, <laughs> And I'm like, well, things haven't really changed, you know, and everybody's like, well, what's going on? What are you oh, doing here? They yeah. come up to me during the altar call. Do you want to pray? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can pray, you know, And or <laughs> do you want to receive Jesus? I'm like I did. Let me tell you what happened in my life. So I started sharing. I'm like, oh, OK, OK. And, uh, you know, and, and so we'll go about it. And, OK, tell her, all right, well, I'm going to head home now we'll go home. And then uh, she invites me again. Like maybe two, three weeks later, um, asking if I wanted to go to the church again. And I was like, well, okay, yeah, sure. You know, why not? I'll check it out again. And, you know, um, so I went and I was like, well, let me just go because maybe it's another opportunity to share with somebody else or something. And when I go this time, that's when the pastor approached me because he hadn't approached me the first time and i i couldn't get to him cuz he had a bunch of people with him and stuff but the second time around uh he's coming up the aisle and he stops with me and he's like hey how's it going how you been i'm like oh i've been good i've been blessed you know jesus you know he's changed my life and you know and 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 just things have been awesome it's amazing you know to really surrender to christ and he was like oh okay well that's good he's like well uh here's the thing uh Angie, she wants to get remarried with you. She wants to get reconciled. And, you know, so, but we'll talk about that later because I get up to the front and I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that at all. And I was like, (laughs) oh, this was before, yeah, this is before service. And I'm like, uh, interesting. And then that's when that thought of like, when the evangelist, you know, uh, prayed over me, gave me that word. And I'm like, Oh. Could this be what he was talking about? I'm like, okay, well, all right. Well, all right. Let me just sit here and kind of process. Let me pray on this and see, you know, because I was like, okay. So after service was over, you know, uh, Angie was outside and I came outside and and I approached her and I was like, hey, uh, so your pastor came up to me and he said that you want to uh, get remarried. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, And you know, I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, she's like, so "What do you think?" And I was like, I, "It's a good thing. That'd be a good thing." You know, this would bring glory to God. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, so <laughs> we we're like, "Okay, well, well, then let's let's," uh, you know, she was like, "Well, let's go talk to the pastor." And, and I said, yeah, he wanted to talk more or something. After so we go in and and you know sit down and then he comes up and he's like, okay, so how have things been going? Like, how are you now? And stuff. And I shared with him and, you know, told him I've been going to church, you know, I'm in my word, I go to Bible study and things like that. And, you know, I'm pretty involved and, you know, um, I've been saved about, I think it was already almost two years or so. He's like, okay, well, he says, here's the thing. Um, you're going to have to start coming here. Um, and I would have to be watching you for six months, uh, and then we can see about marriage. And I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> no. I was like, "Okay." Uh, well, all right. And I just, you know, I was like, "Okay." Well, I was like, I, I was thinking, like, no, I, I got to pray on this, and and I need to I need to talk to my pastor because I don't know about changing the church, you know, and, and wasn't what I was thinking. And, you know, so come back and I shared it with my pastor, I told him what was going on and, you know, and, and I was like, well, we've been reading scripture says, you know, uh, the wife follows the husband if that's what, she, you know, she wants, you know, to be with the husband, she's got to follow him scripturally. And, you know, but he prayed on it and discussed it. And, and now, and, you know, I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. And finally, you know, we're just, the pastor was like, well, you know what? It may be a good thing. You know, maybe, maybe God wants you to go, you know, to, to maybe, you know, uh, get your wife back. I mean, that's, that's what it's about, right? It's getting the wife and the kids back. Like, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's what I feel too, you know, but I don't want to just leave here either, you know, built up, you know, what God's built up here and, and just leave it so you know and and i prayed on it that that evening and then then i was like got peace from the lord he was like just go and just show them you know my love show them the love that i've, I've, I've put in you and and show them what what i've done you know with you and, and what can happen mm-hmm. you know it's like okay good i'll do that you know and um so i start transitioning over you know uh kind of cutting away and, and, and started going to the church and, and you know, uh, during some of those times it was a little tough. I'm like, Oh man, what am I doing? But you know, i would pray and Lord, you know what? I'm just going to endure, I'm endure this and, and just, you give me peace and, 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 and everything about everything. You're, you're the one that knows what is coming about with all this. So I'm just going to trust you. You know, I've been trusting you. You never let me down. So, we we'll just do it the way you want, you know. So, uh just you know, we're going there, and then uh, may about six months finally passed Oh, well, the the six month of I'm I'm keeping oh, yes. an eye on you. Oh yes, yes.
0: <laughs>
2: you know the whole time, you know, people were were uh, you know were asking questions and stuff like, so what happened? You know, what what's yeah. different? They they did notice a change, mm-hmm. you know. And I would share with them, you know, it's it's truly surrendering to Christ, you know, and then just being filled with him and his love and everything. And, you know, and then he's real, you know, and, you know, they're just curious about many things. And so I got to share a lot with them. They were questioning me about this and that. And um, so finally, you know, uh, it was time to OK, now we talk about the marriage, you know talked to the pastor you know uh gave him a call I was like all right uh so what do we do now you know that we want to get married he's like okay well you know um you gotta uh we're gonna sit down and we're gonna go over a list of things uh that you know um are required basically uh to where we could start dating
0: <laughs> so the sixth month was just to see if you could start dating exactly right? so it's more of the the courting, courting. Yeah. yeah so
2: so then, yeah. So me and Angie met with him. You know, uh, I think it was a Sunday night or something, and brought out a, I guess like a, about what ten rules or so of
1: dating rules,
2: dating rules and stuff. You know that if you're considering getting married, and you know on the list he went through each one. You know, like you know, heavy petting and you know, uh, you got to make sure you tithe. You know, and one of the questions he asked me too is like are you tithing? I said, well, I said, I can't fully give the tithe, you know, like,
1: like consistent <laughs> required,
2: but I am, I am giving some money. It's like, well, you have to give the full tithe. you know, make it a habit. And I was like, well, I'm, I, okay, well, um, well, I'll try what I can, mm-hmm. you know? And so we went continued down the list, you know, of, of different things and, and the do's and the don'ts and stuff. And, um, uh, and and so we got the I guess the okay to start dating, and so me and Ed's like, all right, you know, we get to date, <laughs> and uh, we we eventually got married, maybe pretty quickly after that, like what two months after, three months, something like that, maybe
1: three months, yeah, about they three months. They didn't want to let it continue for two for the normal standard, like six months at least of mm-hmm. dating. He didn't mm-hmm. want to drag it out. Yeah. Too far. I'm not sure if there was distrust in our self control or whatever, but it it happened pretty quick after that.
0: So, so this as this process is happening, you're still at the point. I mean, obviously, God has done something in both of your lives, right? That He is He is moving you towards each other, Um, but there. There is something kind of going on here that's not real healthy, because you you still felt that you needed to ask permission to to date him, and 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 then kind of follow these rules, which not all of them were bad rules, right? I mean, I but
1: good standards,
0: but yeah, they were good standards, but you kind of felt like you you had to include the church in this this process uh, in order to move forward
1: um i did that they, they just didn't give me well i guess i felt like i truly i guess you don't have to do that but my mindset was i don't have a choice here
0: well if, if you were going to still be a, a member, part of that church you you did have to
1: do all of that you did if you wanted to have um a honorable uh what they call a jesus people wedding Um, which is considered to be highly honorable in their fellowship where, um, it's done on a Sunday morning service, um, as part of the service to the Lord that day. Um, not like a, your standard wedding March, you know, you you come in in your gown and and all that and your bridal party, if you have one and. Um, you know, your family's there and all, but the church is not very decorate, decorated for mm-hmm. the wedding or anything like that. You know, there's a couple of things here and there. And, um, you say your vows, give a quick testimony, um, and you get to be seated next to your husband finally, cause you can't really sit to, um, the, one of the standards there is you can't really sit by any, uh opposite like you can't, if you're a woman you can't sit with a guy and yeah. vice versa so you finally we finally got to sit together um once our we got married but um that's that's um that's what they would call a Jesus people wedding and that's it's, it's highly honorable there. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have not an honorable wedding, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah. otherwise you're going to get uh, married. Um, and it's not, it's covered, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, you don't have to pay for any, anything, you know, just a bunch of your friends get together and help you put this, this on. And, you know, everyone pitches in for what they can, you know, to get it done. But if, if you don't follow the rules um, or if you don't want a Jesus people wedding, you have, you can have a wedding there on a Saturday or something and invite your family and do all these things, but you're going to pay for it. I think is my understanding and, um, or you can get married out at a venue somewhere else, you mm-hmm. know, um, which is, you know, obviously going to cost. So it's, uh, it's nice to have a, f- a free wedding, you know, mm-hmm. almost free, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and everyone in the church who goes there is there yeah. going to be in attendance your family gets to come um, and there's an altar call at your wedding, possibly people will get saved at your wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just another opportunity for your family to maybe start coming, you know? And um, if not, uh, if if you don't keep in line with the Jesus people wedding uh, requirements uh, and you fall somewhere, you're going to either have like a, an outside wedding or whatever, or are you going to just get married in the office? And it's like, Ooh. Yeah. if all of a sudden it's just, like I said earlier, this atmosphere that's created because of the standards there, that if you don't have a Jesus people wedding, somebody somebody maybe may not <clears throat> have met the requirements right. in some kind of way yeah. and fell. You know, and it kind of puts you out there a little and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like all of a sudden if so-and-so they're married and (laughs) you didn't see it go down, you know, it's just very, um, strategic, Mm -hmm. I guess what she was saying. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, we, we did follow the requirements, um, for that. We didn't have like chaperoned dates, like, the re- it's required. We just didn't really have much of a dating. Yeah. We have children together. Right. Like, yeah. I wanted, you know, my arc is always there. It's yeah. not really much dating yeah. or <laughs> yeah. you know, but.
2: But at the same time, you know, we both decided, well, we're going to do things the right way. We're going to maintain right. purity, you know, and wait until. And now you may kiss the bride, you Yeah, know? So that was important to us. We wanted to go ahead and do that for also for our children Mm -hmm. to see that it's possible. You don't have to get in, you know, like the culture, you know, says, Oh yeah, it's okay to do, you know, the kissing, the holding hands and all these other things. And, you know, uh, that it's okay to, to be pure still Mm -hmm. until you finally, you know, are joined together there, you know, um, on their wedding day. And <clears throat> so that, that was something, you know, we,
0: we, we did, a uh, uh, enjoy, you know, yeah, part of was, the day That was a good you know, Yeah. Vacation. And I'm sure you're, you're actually getting to know each other now. I mean, you know, yeah. like exactly, you know, which, which both of you by this point are completely different people than, yes. than you were at, at first. Yes. yes. Mm. Thank you for listening to part three of this four part series with JR and Angie Lopez. It is amazing what God is doing in their lives, and they truly, at this point, are two different people, but their story will continue. And we will conclude uh, our My Story with JR and Angie Lopez next week. Hope you can join us.